clean. In the midst of this pandemic, cleanliness is next to saving lives. The best way to do that is to use the amazing detergent range from Spotless. Every nook and cranny of your home is left sanitary and squeaky clean with Spotless Double Thick Bleach and All-Purpose Cleaner. Say goodbye to bacteria by using Spotless Antibacterial Liquid on your dishes. Plus, you can always trust your laundry with Spotless Washing Powder. Protect your family and office today with Spotless Cleaning Products, which are affordable and available in your nearest supermarket. Remember, it's not clean until it's spotless clean. Indeed, a very good evening to you. You're listening to my station, your station, ZFM Stereo. And you know, we like to keep you entertained and informed as well. Our time is exactly 29 minutes uh, to 8 and it's time for Backstage. And this is brought to you in association with Spotless. It's not clean until it's a spotless. And yes, really important that we keep all our spaces spotless. Keep it spotless, whether it's your work space, your living space, your relaxing space and of course there are lots of spotless products to look out for that ensure that you do this including also keeping your utensils clean. We've got the spotless dishwashing liquid which is not only perfect for our dishes but also perfect for our cars. Yes, just a few drops and uh, your uh, windshield will always be spotless. So you know what you gotta do? Keep it spotless. You can follow Spotless on Instagram as well as Facebook. Join many of the groups that are available there. And uh, join other people who are crazy about keeping the germs at bay and keeping it spotless. But um, look, my name is Patience Musa and I join you every single Tuesday from 7.30 through to 8. Eight o'clock, and we talk about all things to do with arts. Really, what happens behind uh, the scenes? That's why we call this show backstage. And joining me for today's show in the studio, I have Chuoniso Rutsito, uh, who is a, who who plays a really big role in the Zimbabwe Musicians Union. Uh, Chuoniso, welcome. Hi, patients. How are you? Great. So, as far as the uh, Zimbabwe Musicians Union, uh, what exactly do you do? For how long have you been part of this union? Okay, I came into the union uh, 2016. Um, I think that's around about the time that I came into the music industry. Um, and then 2017, uh, there was a women's desk that was formed because I'm such a talker. <laughs> I like to express myself <laughs> so much. Um, as appointed or elected uh, the women's desk chair, national chair. Oh, nice. And how's that been going? Um, it's been learning, you know, like, as much as being a talker and then there's the doing the work and it's voluntary as well. Mm. So it takes up much of your time, your space, sometimes it actually becomes your life because it's part of what you're trying to do, make the music industry work. Mm. And also uh, joining us on the line from far, far away in the diaspora, Plot Marco. And uh, if you follow Plot Marco, you know that um, uh, he's he's always trying to do so much in the music industry, trying to change things around. Uh, been around forever, uh, started off as a dancer, now doing so much more within the industry, even from far away. Plot Marco, welcome. Thank you so much, patience. Uh, it's an honor to be on the program. Okay, so tell us about this Creatives Industry Association of Zimbabwe. Uh, well, basically, it's an idea that we've been working on for the past three years uh, with a couple of uh, comrades within the industry with the goal of creating 
uh, a network or a platform that would encompass all the different artistic and creative uh, elements, you know, so from your musicians, your dancers, your actors, your designers, like everybody, bring everybody onto the table. Uh, it's still uh, a process that we're working on, almost done with it, uh, but the whole idea was born out of the realization that creatives are not working together as a critical voice uh, for business, for engagement with the government, and for any social or any development of the creatives in the cultural industry in Zimbabwe. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Plot. Pinduram, uh, the next question I was going to ask you, what uh, yes. was the drive behind uh, this association? Uh, but we're going to be talking more about this association. But uh, Choni, so if you could tell us the role of artists' associations, what is that role? Okay. Uh, it's important to note that uh, before we have the associations, we need the artists first, right? So as an association or a union, it means uh, you've got a louder voice, stronger voice. You can advocate for the same issues with one, vo- uh, one big voice, make more impact. You take care of each other, the interests. You can put down all the walls, the barriers that are in your space. Together, unity <laughs> makes you stronger. And uh, now, uh, Plot, uh, tell us more about this Creatives Industry Association. I know it hasn't uh, quite uh, kicked off, uh, but what are you hoping, what are your hopes as far as this association is concerned and its role within the music industry? Uh, that's great. Uh, within so the arts industry, I beg your pardon. No, that's great. Uh, so it's pretty much complementary to what Chuaniso um, is talking about, where there's the need for artists to come together and be able to realize their full potential. Uh, so we realize so many gaps, and what this association, association seeks to do is to actually act as um, sort of a network, a collective of all artists, all creatives, you know, so that artists are able to actually push their agenda, push their cause, uh, create an enabling environment, be able to have um, a a better chance to sit down with business. Because if you look at all the sectors in the country, including even alluvial miners, you know, gold partners, they are organized. They actually have got an association. They're able to even speak to the government and get concessions on certain things, you know. So if grain millers, if miners, if every sector in the country is so organized, women organizations so organized, but when you look at the creative sector, so much defragmented, uh, and a lot of artists are struggling, a lot of creatives, despite all the talent and the potential that they have, they're not able to fully harness the potential that the creative sector has in driving the economy, in feeding their families, in fulfilling their dreams, and also just celebrating and putting Zimbabwe on the global map. Now, when you look at um, the other countries, they have a lot 
of uh, associations. It's not just one or two. There, there are plenty. And um, I know uh, South Africa is one. And if you look at overseas, it's even worse. They have all the, so many associations. And creatives actually can pick which associations they want for whatever reasons, uh, depending on, you know, the, the thrust of the particular organizations and associations. What, why is it that we have so few in Zimbabwe? I'll start off with you. Um, I think, first of all, how many are we? <laughs> like, also, we also have an issue with the National Arts Council, the regulatory board. It was also registering artists, but it does not advocate for artists. It just uh, registers them and regulates us. So there's confusion there. And then also, there's so many associations, uh, but they don't leave to see, you know... Another day. Another day. Yes. So they, they just fly by night. Because um, also the artists themselves, right, uh, they don't want to be part of the whole ongoing process, right? I register and then I don't want to participate. I don't want to come to an AGM. I don't want to come to an elective AGM. You know, let uh, Plot and Jonesa and Egypt and them do the work for me. <laughs> I only show up on the doorstep when I'm really in trouble. All right. And uh, from your side, plot? I, I think just like what Johnny has said, uh, artists don't really participate. There's so much apathy. And because there are a lot of things that are not so functioning so well, uh, and then they're the ones that are actually losing out by not being organized, not being able to come together. Uh, for example, right now, the government says, Let's talk. It's difficult for us to actually have a dialogue with artists. I can't go alone because I'm representing myself. But if artists come together and say, look, we're going to sit down with the government and ask for ABC support so that we could have a state-of-the-art venue where we could actually host our events, or we could have tax rebates on so-and-so equipment so that we're able to uh, continue with our activities, that has not been possible to actually happen. So you find... Uh, there are limited associations and there is also limited participation and there is a struggle amongst the artists in terms of just control because the trust there for a lot of creatives is to be in charge and, 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 and manage uh, these associations beyond actually achieving objectives that actually help the membership. Okay, so are we are we then saying that as um, as artists, artists is serious about our business, and and um, we're not serious. We're not. We don't want to be taken seriously, and we also don't want uh, you know, kuti tinsi. We are contributing to the economy because. Don't you think that if we did take this seriously, we would actually be, uh, you know, part of these organizations and be really contributing and demanding that the government sit down with us? Um, we've been doing research, um, going around asking artists what their problem is or what is, uh, I'm an artist as well. It's only that uh, we've got these uh, regs to reaches kind of thing that goes on. Uh, we Dikaimba Nasi and I get discovered by Plot Marco. He vlogs about me and I go viral. I don't see need for an association. I have my gang and, you know, Vanwang, mm. right? Up until there comes a time when you're in trouble, you've got nothing. 
or they go on social we go on social media and reach out to our fans you know things are hard for me and so forth but um we're slowly making ground this year we work since last year we've been working with the national arts council on a music strategy so if mu- if the strategy works in music it's been approved we'll try uh the pioneers of the music strategy we'll also link up with the guys in film the guys in paintings and everywhere for every artist to come up with something that works value chain and everything okay your thoughts plot i, I totally agree because if you check how many artists have a bank account very few you know so it's actually difficult for art to grow because people are not taking it as a profession and they're not taking it serious on them on so it's difficult for anyone else to actually take it serious so um by now it should be possible for artists to get bank loans to be able to access uh some uh, corporate support because they are bankable they're actually able to say look annually we're contributing so much money towards the uh fiscals but that is not possible right now but through associations like this and then we're able to actually put together data and information in terms of the impact that the music the films are actually making and the money that the the sector is generating so that when we sit with the government when we sit with the business we are able to say look we're contributing uh, 50 million annually towards this sector so if you're asking for investment of 1 million or 2 million you definitely get your money back there's a return on investment but right now because of some of these challenges where artists then only appear to do well when they're doing well but when they fall on hard times then they are begging and that has been a cycle since uh the, the 80s the 90s and we continue to see it through the generation of today and we're going to see it in the next generation unless we take corrective measures so i think it's commendable that the initiatives like zemo that are making such steps and also creating a women's death because you'd find a, a lot of associations a lot of uh the, the, these institutions they were male dominated in the past and women never really had their voice or space to actually um be heard and participate Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five is our WhatsApp. If you have a contribution or a question, this is uh, backstage, and this is uh, brought to you in association with Spotless. It's not clean until it's spotless. And look, we do this every single Tuesday from seven thirty through to eight o'clock. And joining me on to uh, today's panel is Chonisso Rutsito, uh, who is um, a member of uh, the Zimbabwe Musicians Union Zimu and Plot Mark a creative based in the diaspora uh, but who's also working on an association of his own a creatives industry association of zimbabwe now um choniso i have to say a uh, well done uh, to zimu for coming up for working uh, with the national arts council and coming up uh, with this uh, particular strategy that you're working on but looking at uh, zimu um how many artists are you representing as an organization? Uh, we have over 800. Oh, great. Yes. And uh, of these 800 artists, how many of them are our top um, artists in Zimbabwe right now? Okay, we've got uh, Mai Patai, Fungisai, Masharu, Shakavipano, who else do we have? Uh, I have uh, Snipe as a part of it. Um, 
I'm trying to think off here. Okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, I understand. But we do have uh, quite quite a quite mm-hmm. a quite a few of them. Yes. But even uh, you know, as you're saying that, um, if uh, Japraza, for instance, had been a member, mm-hmm. uh, you probably would have mentioned him first. Yes. And Winky D. Yes. And uh, you know, um, uh, I Enzo I shall yes. and and all those killatees. So those would have immediately come to you. The 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 XQs, the Amara Browns, the uh, so are they not part of the organization? Uh, no. Okay. Amaro, I think he was part of the initial Zimu team that, start, that started the whole Zimbabwe Students Union in 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why is it that you, we have all these uh, big artists that are doing well in the industry not joining uh, these um, creative associations that really uh, are supposed to be representing them? This is then when we come back to when I'm doing well, there's no need. <laughs> Up until maybe you hit a brick wall or maybe um, when uh, people are cyberbullying you on internet and we have to <laughs> be a part of it. Because we represent, despite you not being a member, but the fact that you're a musician, what happens to you affects the whole music society as well. And uh, so, Plot, you working on this uh, new creative association, Creatives Industry Association of Zimbabwe, what, what do you think an, as, an association like, um, you know, yours as well as Zimun needs to attract these artists that are seemingly doing so well within the industry? I, I think uh, to really attract those that are doing well, it's, 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 a, it's an issue of having, um, creating some integrity of some sort. So if people notice that this organization is able to actually represent and stand for the needs and the rights of the artist, it, it, it draws the artist closer because artists don't want to be part of institutions where they validate and they don't get anything written in terms of support, in terms of protection and so forth. But if that is able to happen, then I think artists will be actually more drawn. Um, and they, if they see more success stories to say, oh, okay, now we're part of this association, and it's not only a barrier society, which at most we, we, we tend to see that there's a lot of activity when somebody dies. But artists need representation when it comes to their welfare, when it comes to copyright infringement, when it comes to uh, issues to do with contractual issues that would have created some challenges and so forth. So if they see success stories then, that there's actually a legal department that is handling such things from the association, I'll tell you, no artist would not want to be part of it. But how do we get to a space like that where, you know, associations are actually uh, contributing and big artists are also, you know, part of it? Uh, how do we get there looking at it? For instance, you said yourself, Choni, so that you're actually volunteering. You're not being paid. So there is no money within the organization itself uh, to to pay lawyers and maybe even to to have an office so how do we get to this space okay well, what we then do is we mobilize uh, resources right we have a lawyer who loves music who's willing to give their time to represent artists to help us through contracts and everything and then we also have institutions like music crossroads uh, they've been offering us housing for i don't know how many years now right and then um 
we looked at collaborations uh, with other unions in Africa. Uh, recently, we signed an MOU, an agreement with the Music Performance Association of Nigeria, PMAN, and go create a music digital monitoring company that'll see us host a conference here and try, uh, help us in terms of collecting royalties and everything if all things fall into place. Mm-hmm. We've uh, involved the ministry as well to come and help us facilitate that. And then um, we have an MOU with Kenya, Ghana, Namibia, Malawi, which you see us collaborate and work through because they also have the same problems that we do. Oh. Mm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Nine minutes to eight is our time. Uh, Mario, uh, listening in from Bindura, good to know that you're tuned in. Also got uh, Panache, listening in from Gueru. I see you. Shackmanship, what would my show be like if you didn't tune in? <laughs> Thank you so much. And if you do want to contribute, the number is 0731168045. And this is uh, uh, brought to you in association with... With Sportless, and today we're talking uh, about our creative associations in the country and how they uh, are affecting the industry and um, what we need and what it's going to take uh, for for them to actually be contributing more uh, in the growth of uh, the entertainment industry right here in Zimbabwe. So, uh, plot. I have to throw the question uh, that uh, Chonisa responded to just now. How are you going to do it differently with your association so much uh, that you do, um, that you manage? How are you going to manage financially? Looking at it that, you know, most artists aren't um, maybe uh, doing as well as they would love to or as they should. Uh, I think there's a need for a lot of education. So really coming up with a component that ensures that artists are enlightened in terms of uh, avenues and areas in which they can actually monetize and earn a living from their craft. That as a musician, it doesn't necessarily just be on stage for you to earn a living. You can actually make money through writing music for films. You can make money from the online platforms. And what are some of the loopholes that we can actually close so that you can see value from your work. So if artists start to see value from that work, I'll tell you they will actually come in droves to participate because they will be like, look, there is value that we are getting from being part of this organization, and this organization stands for our rights. So right now, there's been on and off, uh, cat and mouse battle with uh, Zimura, uh, between artists, and a lot of miscommunication also happening between. So if these things are straightened in a way that uh, Zimura is taken to book in terms of royalties collection and then also the, 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 the broadcasters, the DJs and everybody contribute. If the money starts to really flow within the industry and everybody starts to see that if I play my part, I'm actually able to actually get uh, some income from my work being a creative, I'll tell you, there's no one who ever doubt doing part of such a, uh, an institution. They would definitely want to be part of it. They will see value out of it. And also, on an international level, because now we, we, we look down as just Zimbabwe, we need to be on the bigger platforms of what's happening out there. You know, uh, it's commendable, like what um, uh, Zimu president, uh, Idrika Otonga, has been doing. Now she sits on like an international board. We need to be on those platforms so that at least our conversation is not only local, but it's actually local, but with a very international perspective. And if artists start to see that 
these organizations and associations are not only on the ground, but they are also connected globally. Nobody would want to miss that out. Now, um, we just have a few minutes left, and uh, Choniso, I have to ask you this. Um, as a Zimbabwe uh, Musicians Union, what successes have you had? Now, uh, this is an organization uh, that was established in 2014. What have been your successes? Okay, um, since I, I, I came on board, or from 2014. From 2014. <laughs> okay, the whole coming together is actually a success because um, there was a previous, I don't know what it was called, Zimbabwe Musicians something. Yes, I remember that one. Yes, with, with the big Madaras, uh, the, yes. the Benya, Bob Nyabindes, Friday Mbirim, yes. It just got dismantled just like that. Mm -hmm. And um, so the whole existence of it, I think, is a success because sometimes it gets so frustrating want to walk away, you don't want to be part of it, stop bringing food on your table, the serving of artists, but you have to be passionate about it. And um, we've had issues where we get to look at the copyright, you know, everything to do with music. I didn't know much, but it's been uh, educational, and now I get to be able to share what's what and what's not. Like, we've had a sit-down with Zemura through the National Music Strategy, we got to find out that we need to update our Copyright Act. Um, a lot of things need to be updated in it. Um, we got uh, what else? contracts signed, MOUs, right, with other countries. We are a member of FIMU, we are vice president of FIMU. Uh, which means we can now get to partner with a country like Finland and get. What are the what are the benefits there? I I I know you've talked about all these MOUs with the different countries. How do uh, Zimbabwean artists benefit from this, and how does uh, the industry grow from that? Okay, like with the PMAN Nigerian um, Association, right? Um, it's going to, it'll be like an online where you get to meet uh, the Nigerian artists can pick one, right? You get to look at each other's profiles, collaborate. Uh, we get to be able to twin the programs that they do there and that we do here. But we're, even though we're like 10 or maybe 20 years behind, um, they also got to uh, claim their royalties, I think, about a million for multi-choice. Mm. A million, a billion, I'm not sure, last year, because they engaged this first. And they start explaining how we can work together. We got to learn more, like in terms of our incapacity now with Peter. Oh. And uh, plot, um, uh, what as as far as your organisation is concerned, and you guys are just starting off. You've um, not actually they final finished finalising everything. What are you going to be? What are going to be your main thrusts? And I think the main thrust will be uh, representation of artists. Uh, the right to create, the right to earn from being a creative and uh, being able to lobby with the different stakeholders on different issues that pertain to artists' warfare and artists' rights, but also, most importantly, on the business side, for artists to realize that, you know, being a creative, it is an enterprise and they need to, to conduct their work, you know, as, as, as a business or entrepreneur. And for them to do so, the, the association hopes to be able to provide information from time to time, continuous provision of information that enable artists to make better sound decisions, 
that empower them in terms of how they manage their creative works and copyright content and distribution and so forth. And you'd find right now um, what stands between an artist and their success is information. So if an artist is able to access this information continuously, the information is changing because of internet and technology, uh, it helps them to be ahead of time and not lose out as technology uh, changes how things operate. And now we've got TikTok, now we've got this and that. So it's really changing uh, the, the, the value chain in terms of just the, 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 how the creative industry works. So being also able to provide legal aid support for artists you know, that are grieved on different things. Um, and, 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 and most importantly, tapping into corporate, state, and uh, civic grants that enable artists to actually further and develop their creative work. Thank you very much, Plot. Uh, how does it feel to be on the, other, on the other side? I didn't do a Jada winter <laughs> how, how has it been for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, it always feels nervous. It always feels like I'm doing it for the first time because I'm always on the other side. And when it's the turnaround, yeah, but it's quite an experience. And, you know, being a guest on your show, it's an honor. The honor is mine. Thank you so much. Uh, that's Plot Marco. And, uh, and he's an artist. He's a passionate creative all the way in the diaspora, but still reaching out his hands into Zimbabwe and uh, still uh, doing so much uh, for artists. And um, he's putting together an association called the Creatives Industry Association of Zimbabwe. Looking forward to seeing where this takes you. Plot, thank you so much for being a part of today's thank backstage. So Choniso Rutsito uh, sits on the women's desk um, uh, for the Zimbabwe Musicians Union, established in 2014. Thank you so much, Choniso. Thank you, Faith. It's been lovely Choni. seeing you grow, watching you grow, by <laughs> yes. the way. Yes. <laughs> Grateful. <laughs> and that's all I have for you today um, on Backstage, which is brought to you in association with Spotless. Start following Spotless on Instagram as well as Facebook. And, you know, you get to share all those tips, meet uh, different other Zimbabweans out there who are just like you, passionate about keeping everything Spotless because it's not clean until it's spotless. In the midst of this pandemic, cleanliness is next to saving lives. The best way to do that is to use the amazing detergent range from Spotless. Every nook and cranny of your home is left sanitary and squeaky clean with Spotless Double Thick Bleach and All-Purpose Cleaner. Say goodbye to bacteria by using Spotless Antibacterial Liquid on your dishes. Plus, you can always trust your laundry with Spotless Washing Powder. Protect your family and office today with Spotless Cleaning Products, which are affordable and available in your nearest supermarket. Remember, it's not clean until it's spotless clean. Backstage with Patience Musa was proudly brought to you by Spotless. It's not clean until it's spotless clean.